0: Fight back with Libby's Nimer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown.
1: Libby is off today, and this has been all the talk since Oprah's powerful speech on women's rights during the Golden Globe Awards on Sunday. Will she run for U.S. president in 2020? Should she run for president in 2020. I want to hear from you on this. 416-360-0740. Toll free, 1-866-740-4740. Now, Oprah's best friend, Gail King, has weighed in on this question multiple times, most recently this morning as co-host on CBS This Morning. No, I absolutely don't think that her position has changed. I don't. You know, I was up talking to her very late last night. I do think this, though, guys, I do think she's intrigued by the idea. I do think that. I also know that after years of watching the Oprah show, you always have the right to change your mind. I don't think at this point she is actually considering it. But listen, there are people who who said they want to be her campaign manager, who want to uh, quit their jobs and campaign for her. She loves this country and would like to be of service in some way. But I don't think that she is actively considering it. For the record, that is a. <laughs> I don't that, think she's actively change. considering it at this time. That is. A- she is not actively considering it at this time, according to best friend Gail King. Uh, Gail also tried to straighten out what Oprah's partner, Stedman Graham, said the other night, that Oprah would absolutely run for president. King says Stedman misunderstood the question and thought he was being asked whether Oprah would absolutely make a good president. Joining us to discuss the groundswell on all of this is Suraj Hashmi, contributor for The Washington Examiner. Suraj, thank Thanks for joining us.
2: Oh, thank you for having me, Jane.
1: What do you think?
2: About Oprah running? Yes. I mean, it's a legitimate possibility, considering the fact that we never really saw Donald Trump run for office and saw it as a joke of a campaign until he shot up to number one in August of 2015 and basically was number one ever since and became Teflon Don, became president. I mean, anything's possible. But I will say that Oprah running for president seems like a a revenge fantasy of of sorts because it's Democrats are trying to find a personality who is who can compete with Trump, but also is, you know, like a self-made billionaire, which Oprah is uh, someone who checks all the boxes for the Democratic platform. She's she's a black woman and she is objectively progressive in terms of uh her her support for the democratic party and you know she uh, is probably the absolute antithesis to everything donald trump represents so that's like that's that's at least uh, a thing that they can probably use her to run on but it's probably not the best thing for her to do career-wise
1: and tell us why
2: well the thing is we don't really know what her policy platforms are um besides and i made this joke yesterday i'm sure everyone's making it now that you know how she gives away cars on her show you know it's you get free health care you get (laughs) health care everyone gets health care
1: yeah
2: it's one of those things where like uh we don't really know where she stands on most of these policy issues and it would be nice if democrats nominate somebody with some governing experience because you know they criticize donald trump for not having any political or governing experience why would they then go to someone who has no governing experience as well.
1: Bingo. Uh, Concerning
2: yeah. concern the fact that, like you know, they really wanted to, you know, and, and even Barack Obama to some extent uh, didn't have as much governing experience. He was a U.S. senator for four years before he became president. Uh, and of course, there's no such thing as like actual qualifications for running for office. You can run for office if, so long as you're a U.S. citizen and over 35 years old. But presidential qualifications should count for something.
1: But do you th- I mean, and just to pick up on your point there about not being a politician on any level, um, that seems to be what experts like yourself are saying as the primary reason that she would have the same limitations as Donald Trump and that she's a celebrity politician or would be a celebrity politician and not a well-seasoned politician, no experience in foreign policy, domestic policy, and on and on.
2: Right. I mean, that's the thing is, like, when you're the chief executive of one of the most powerful nations in the world, and you're dealing with these complex, nuanced issues, particularly when it comes to foreign policy, I mean, I I understand Oprah is probably more familiar with domestic policy, considering the fact that she's uh, been involved in at least Barack Obama's campaign and Hillary Clinton's campaign. But when you get to things like actually dealing with foreign uh, heads of state and having to deal with issues like Iran or Israel uh-huh. or anything in the Middle East or Russia or North Korea. You know, you run into a lot of uh, obstacles there because it's, it's you know, Trump, for his presidency so far, uh, a lot of people are amazed that we haven't gone into World War III, considering his lack of nuance on a lot of these issues.
1: And, and i mean let's sell it straight when it comes to the goosebump meter the the hair standing up on your arms i mean oprah winfrey she can she can amalgamate those feelings and get people going and inspired i mean that seemed to be all the talk after the golden globes
2: oh yeah i mean like oprah's great like if if my mom could trade me into like the Uh, for, like, just a minute with Oprah, like, I would probably have a different name, entirely, different upbringing. Uh, Like, I mean, Oprah was part of my upbringing, too, because, you know, I would get home from school and my mom would be, you know, addicted to whatever Mm -hmm. she... You know, with with any Oprah program. She is objectively a great person, but when it comes to, you know, actual politics, I mean, a lot of people would argue she's the Queen of America. Why should she demote herself to President of the United States? It just doesn't seem like a good a good fit for her, right? And it probably is not a good fit for the United States. Uh,
1: the Toronto Star, one of uh, their editorials, says that America needs her as a voice, not as another celebrity rookie in high office. So she would lose that if she were to go down the path of, of becoming uh, the Democratic candidate first, right? And, and right. then yeah, potentially
2: so much more power in the private sector and with her influence and. She understanding that she probably would lose some of it if she were to become a public official.
1: Okay, the phones are ringing. What do you think about the idea of Oprah Winfrey running for the presidency in 2020? 416-360-0740, toll free, 1-866-740-4740. Terry, hi. Terry from Utopia, go ahead. Terry, are you with us on the line?
3: I am. Thank you. Uh, I watched uh, I watched Oprah's uh, speech on Facebook last night, and I think that I think if if uh, if Oprah was running for prime minister, I'd vote for her. You would. I would. And, and what I, is it?
1: What is it about her? What is it about what she says? How she makes you feel that you well, would vote she, for
3: Well, she's very very well spoken. Um, I don't think she's. She, I don't think she's the type of person that would take any crap. I think that she, uh, I think that she would come to the point, and 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 be uh, like a spokesperson for all of the people and and uh, straighten out this mess that that we're in. I, I don't, you know, I know she doesn't have any political experience, like the gentleman said, but you know, neither does Trump. But I think she could do a better job than what Trump's doing. I think that she's got a better head in her shoulders than what Trump does, but. Uh, Uh, I would certainly vote for
1: Well, there's no doubt about it that Oprah knows how to listen. She's been she listened for decades while hosting her talk show.
3: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I and I I don't have any problems with, you know, I mean, you know, sure. She's not a political uh, person, but I'm sure uh, I'm sure she she's an awful fast learner, too.
1: 416-360-0740. Terry, thanks for your call. Thank you. Toll-free 866 740 740 Before we move on, Shiraj, did you want to comment on what uh, the caller was saying?
2: I mean, look, the thing is, Oprah would probably be a more suitable celebrity candidate running for office if we were talking about 2016 elections. If but, we're
1: comparing no. apples to apples.
2: Yeah, yes. yeah. But, you know, given the fact that what we've seen now and the mess that you know, that Trump has created for a lot of people um, here in the United States, and, you know, his he really doesn't have any principles. He's not really a conservative. Uh, he really is more interested in what elevates his platform. And I think Oprah would obviously be better in that regard in terms of not elevating her platform because she's already... Pretty secure, in what people think about her. Trump is not as he's probably the you know the the uh, epitome of someone who is insecure uh, and the president of the United States. Just you know someone who always needs to get validation from the media. I don't think Oprah would would have that same struggle. Well,
1: here's a question for you. Would Oprah be effectively for the Democratic Party a new Hillary Clinton? Would she have much the same platform as Hillary did?
2: Uh, I would not say she would, uh, concerning the fact that I just don't know what her policy positions would be. I'm sure she would adopt probably more progressive values than neoliberal values. Uh, but that's just because the party has moved further to the left since Hillary ran for office and, you know, with Hillary's platform and her baggage, you know, Oprah probably doesn't have to suffer from that because, you know, she's been a private citizen her entire life. Hillary's been a public official for a good chunk of her life. And so Oprah wouldn't face the same criticisms as Hillary would, uh, but you could probably, her strong, her weakest, characteristic is the fact that she does not have any political experience, and that would completely undercut or undermine a lot of Democrats uh, who argued that Trump could, is not fit to be president simply because he was never uh, a governor a senator or a representative uh, or what have you.
1: It's Jane for Libby here on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back, along with Siraj Hashmi, contributor for The Washington Examiner, and your phone calls. Let's go to Karen in Dundalk. Hi, Karen, you're next. Hi, Libby. How are you? It's Jane. Go ahead. No problem. Oh, Jane. Oh, sorry. Um, yes, I watched the the
4: Golden Globes last night, and and Oprah's speech was very moving. Um, and you you mentioned earlier that she has an ability to listen, and that is that is a quality that that a lot of people don't have. Sometimes you have to train yourself to do it, but she hears everything from everyone, rather than what she wants to hear. Like, mm-hmm. And I don't think that it's a com- a compliment to her to um, think of her as a president, because it's, it's kind of an insult to her, because look at the moron that got in there. I mean, it's not saying much for her when you compare the two of them. And um, I'm not sure if you were the host that day, but a couple weeks ago, a lady called in and said that Kermit the Frog could probably yeah. do a better job.
1: Yeah, Libby was hosting that day. Yeah, uh, and the
4: difference between Donald and Kermit is that at least with Kermit we can laugh with him.
1: <laughs> so, I, bel- I believe the reference though was to Premier Wynne uh, that the the Ontario voter would have preferred. Oh, well,
4: Kermit. <laughs> but still, I'm, but I'm going I'm going to use Kermit in a different context okay. because. Because we can laugh with him, not, you know, instead of at him. So but
1: but let's not forget that uh, there have been 45 presidents of the United States. So Donald Trump does not encompass all presidencies. So, in fact, right. there have been very presidential presidents. And so other than um, yeah, you're biased against Donald Trump, uh, you can certainly see that becoming president of the United States is a great compliment for Oprah.
4: Oh okay well so Donald's like the thorn in, in amongst all the roses i i guess
1: well <laughs> he's, he's, I, a lot well, of people might you know, a, a lot watch, of people might CNN side with him and stuff and
4: he's he's definitely set a precedent that no other president has set in terms of his insecurity and his, his hearing what only what he wants to hear and having no sensitivity and uh, never mind all the sexual overtones of surrounding him. So, I don't know. That's just my two cents worth. Thank you, Karen. Not...
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling in. I want to put your comments to Siraj. I mean, what about Donald Trump changing the definition of the presidency, the role of the president? I mean, president? Every,
2: every president has set a new precedent. I mean, Barack Obama was the first black president, and he arguably changed the definition of you know the expansion of powers, and a lot of people argued that he was going to become emperor because of how he was conducting, um, you know, how he was performing in the Oval Office. Uh, simply because, you know, it could be chalked up to, you know, obstruction from the Republican-controlled Congress that he then wants to use executive powers in, the, in a different way to get legislation done rather than going through the legislative process. So, yeah, every president has a new thing that they are able to kind of carve it out and set their legacy in stone with. And Trump is just doing it in a completely different way, in a very reality TV star way, where he uses Twitter and he kind of gets into these low-level petty attacks against his political rivals and opponents. And he watches a lot of TV and he's not afraid to admit it. 416-360-0740,
1: 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. We will take one more call uh, on Oprah becoming president, and then uh, I want to address some an important issue around fire safety and around um, preventative measures to protect against carbon monoxide because of uh, some terrible stories that have been in the news. But let's go to Sheriff in Mississauga. You have the final word, Sheriff. Go ahead.
5: Yeah, my question is an answer to that thing for presidency. Oprah, she's a beautiful, wonderful, decent woman. I follow her background ever since she was seven years old. I guess you know exactly what I mean to that. Now, what it is, United States and Canada need a stamp permanent like Margaret Thatcher. That's what Canada and the United States needs. Ever since Ronald Reagan, he was a cowboy, but he was an excellent president. What he said, it, he did it. The rest of the president, it's unbelievable in the United States what's going on.
1: Sheriff, we thank you for your call and your final word. I just want to ask you a process question, Siraj, before we let you go. Sure. How long would Oprah have, uh, if she is mulling it over, considering it, before needing to commit to becoming a Democratic candidate?
2: Uh, she would probably have to announce that she's running at the very latest by summer 2019.
1: Okay, so it's uh, a long that's, way off.
2: That's, yeah, it's a couple of years Two and a half to probably oh no, a year and a, a half. year wow, and a half twenty eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> oh <my> exactly. <laughs> Years are flying. So yeah, I think summer twenty nineteen would be the, the particular point where she would have to say, I'm either running or I'm not. I honestly don't think she is gonna run. Um I think that when she I think she's gonna look for the best way to elevate the next Democratic candidate and I'm sure she's not gonna look to step on the toes of you know, Kirsten Gillibrand, Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, some of these uh, senators and congressmen members who are actually looking to make a serious challenge to President Trump. Not to mention the fact that there could be a primary challenge within the Republican Party, considering the fact that there are a lot of conservatives and Republicans who still cannot stand Donald Trump.
1: Excellent. Thank you for your perspective and your knowledge.
2: Thank
1: you so much for having me on, Jane. Siraj Hashmi, contributor for The Washington Examiner. Jane, for Libby here on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back, and still to come, a refresher on fire prevention safety, as well as protection against carbon monoxide.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.